you and your mate are in the middle of an argument, how you say things and how you, you know, kind of hold yourself and present yourself can either help or resolve the conflict, or it might lead to a shouting match. I mean, I, there have been times when we have each been in the middle of a conflict so um, pointed with our words. I might say, that's so much like your dad, or she might say the same thing to me, and it's like, that's the wrong thing to bring up right now. Mm. So, boy, pause. Try to show up and not point fingers. Try to use words in a productive way. These are lessons that we are continuing to learn after 37-plus years of marriage. Well, I'm John Fuller. I'm in need of help, and that's why we have Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife Erin here. This is a John... Uh, counseling session because the Smallies, they've read about and they've studied about conflict resolution. They never have any arguments. And so they can help me better understand what to do next time we have a little fight in the Fuller household, right? Wrong. (laughs) We're not that good. (laughs) You're experts on this. Are you experiential experts or just uh, educationally? We just read about conflict. We've never experienced... True conflict. What, 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 seriously, what would be, <laughs> an, if you went home tonight and there was some little blow up, what, what would the natural kind of course of events look like for you two? Well, typically it, we, we get intense and the cycle will take off, but then we'll break away. We know it's not going to go anywhere. So usually it's me. We'll say, Hey, let's, let's just wait. And we'll talk about this later. I am the one that will pursue connection in the relationship. I will come back. And if Greg calls a timeout, he'll come back most times. But I will always come back because I'm the pursuer in the connection. And Greg is much more of the withdrawer. And it's not that one is good and one is bad as far as the roles. It's that I pursue connection because I want to talk about it. Greg withdraws because he wants peace in the relationship. And I'm so relating, Greg, to what she's describing about that because that's the dynamic we have. We we tend to kind of find ourselves escalating. We get into that conflict cycle, that reactive cycle, Aaron, that you've talked about before. Um, and I trigger her, and then she triggers me, and one of us has to kind of call a timeout, and then we kind of pull back. Hopefully, we pull back and then we come back at, at another point in time and kind of do another run at what happened, what was that about. But boy, Greg, see if this resonates with you. Silence is safety. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I've, I, this I is what I've been saying. I look at Dean, I just say, well, silence is safety here. So yes, I'm withdrawing. Yeah. I just... And unfortunately, that is very true for me. And yet it puts then the burden on Aaron to bring us back together. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that, that's not fair yeah. to her. And that's certainly a growth area in my own life. Uh-huh. We all have them. And that's one of the ones that I'm working on. Well, let's go ahead and hear from somebody who, like you, has studied conflict for a long time and, and relationships. Uh, he's Dr. Randy Schrader. And here he is with Jim Daly talking about things couples can do when there is a conflict. You also mentioned it's important to sit uh, next to each other, not to stand and not to be across from mm-hmm. each other. I mean, these are subtle things. I don't know that I would think of that, but it makes sense. And I'll ask couples, when, when was the last time you had those three negative words, a fight, an argument, or a conflict, were either one of you standing, Jim and John, 100% of the time, 99%, they almost always say yes, one of us was standing. If I had the two of you yell right now, you could yell. If I have you stand up and yell, 
you'd do a better job and you would yell louder. And so standing is an intimidating posture. Standing leads to poor listening. We can't listen as well. I mean, the three of us right now are not standing. We're sitting so we can look each other in the eye and listen well to each other. And so it's essential in the business world when there's an I need your help situation, where do they all sit? Around the conference table so they can look for solutions. In the marriage world, I suggest sit at the kitchen table and kind of sit adjacent because this is one time, Jim and John, couples don't want to look eye to eye because they're talking about a tense topic. And and so they need to be able to kind of look away, you know, if we're kind of adjacent. And a lot of couples will hold hands, okay? Uh, now, that may not always work with kids. Some, If you have kids, sometimes they have to go to the bedroom and have two chairs there so they can be seated. But standing will lead to poor listening, leads to yelling. And, and when couples implement stay inside the nines, I need your help, always be seated. It's amazing, amazing how their discussions improve. Mm. Absolutely. I can certainly feel that. It, it might even feel a little awkward, though, to, to do that at first until you get used to it. Mm -hmm. I think I'm more of a, like, sit across the table from you. Here's where we're going to go. Yes, sir. Competitive yes, sir. mentality, you know. Well, and, and that puts, you're right, Jim, that kind of puts that wall there. And, yeah. and I uh, I appreciate you having me in the spring to talk about my parenting book. I suggest the same guideline to parents is to sit at the kitchen table and mm. it, when they talk to their kids. So they're can listen and have good eye contact. Uh, Randy, I, I want to get through the last couple of uh, analogies here because, again, they're so good. You talk about uh, scratches, cuts, and lacerations, and this is really helpful. I mean, I love this. Uh, describe it. So I use a medical model, scratches, cuts, and lacerations. Scratches, if the three of us are working around the house and we scratch ourselves, you know, it's not hurts a little, maybe a little little uh, faint uh, mark on our skin, but we know that's going to heal up on its own. So we don't do anything with it. If we cut ourselves working around the house, we will put ointment and a Band-Aid on that cut so that uh, it doesn't get infected. And so couples need to let scratches go and don't stress out over scratches in your marriage. Okay, uh, and, and let those go and address cuts and then lacerations. Rarely, rarely do we get a laceration working around the house that we have to go to the doctor and get stitches to pull it back together. Okay, but uh, but and, and laceration would for uh, my description would be adultery, hmm. physical abuse, extreme verbal abuse, you know, those kind of things. And hopefully lacerations don't happen too often, but couples need to just address cuts and lacerations and let scratches go. Yeah. And that G makes a big give difference. Give some more illustration to scratches and cuts because, you know, one spouse's cut is another spouse's scratch. Mm. Great, great, <laughs> so, yeah, no, great insight, Jim. Again, yeah. you're, you're right. What, uh, what one defines as a scratch could be a cut. You know, and, and so that or can lead, a, 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 yeah, that can a lead cut to issues. Yeah, if if one uh, well, what does the Bible say? Uh, uh, gentle words create life and health. Griping brings discouragement, and so griping all the time. Mm. God's telling us in His Word, don't do that. That brings discouragement, and so we got to let those scratches go. So if I uh, and it that going back to the hug and the kiss, Jim and John. Jenny and I giving each other a lengthy hug, lingering kiss every day, and it's an odd date. Hopefully it becomes natural, but it's an odd date, and I come, or come home and forget to give that to Jenny. Hopefully, if I've done it 300 days in a row, she would forgive me and say, Randy, just forgot. 
Not, not that she couldn't initiate, but hopefully she would just view that as a scratch, right. you know, and just kind of let it go. And so not deal with it. Well, Greg, Randy cited Proverbs and some of the principles there, especially about how gentle words can go a long way to help kind of de-escalating a, an argument. So what are some phrases that you might give us to help us work through marital conflict? Well, my favorite is to tell Aaron to relax or to calm down. <laughs> And that goes Are so well. No. <laughs> no. My heart rate just went up. Just, hey, just relax. Yeah. This is easy. I or have... telling her telling her she's wrong. That that works yeah, exactly. really well too. That never happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that there have been times where I have told her to oh, calm yeah. down or relax, but that's that, that's not appropriate. And that's me trying to control her because I don't feel comfortable with maybe her emotions or yeah. with the the discussion. So yeah, don't don't say that one. You know, there's a guy, a fantastic marriage researcher named John Gottman, and one of the things that he found while studying conflict within marriage is that um, one of the best things we can learn to do within conflict is to use a repair attempt. And so he would define a repair attempt as kind of any statement or, or an action, silly or otherwise, that prevents negativity from escalating out of control. So, for example, there, there's been times to where during an argument, I mean, Aaron has just reached out and, and taken hold of my hand. That, that's a repair attempt. That's something maybe that's done so that, that emotions don't escalate out of control one of our very favorite phrases to use within conflict is help me understand. It's just a really super neutral, like I know something's going on here and I want to debate and argue, but, but maybe just help me understand what's yeah. going on for you right now. Mm -hmm. That's a good one that we use. Um, humor can be a repair attempt. Can not be. always. Can and be. It can yes. be. Sometimes it, yes. it just is fuel for the fire, right? If it's not like the most sensitive issue between you, yeah, you probably don't want to use humor in that situation. Yeah. But there are plenty of times to where you know, you will get into some little disagreements and maybe I'll break out with a, a, a voice, like a Yoda voice, understand you i do not in this moment <laughs> I mean, whatever like it, it's not that. it's not solving anything but it, it it's keeping the conversation from escalating right. up i'm not saying again someone's hearing this going i would punch my spouse in the face <laughs> if they said that or did that i'm just saying notice what a repair attempt is right in and, and even even if i make a poor attempt at humor aaron can always say you were just doing a repair attempt there. Although I don't like that one. I see your heart behind it, uh, which could help as well. So some show of affection. Mm -hmm. um, or even when things don't go well, just acknowledging that like, hey, that didn't go well. Can yeah, we try can we, that again? Yes, yeah. There's so many different ways that we can lean in versus leaning out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just acknowledging, you know, I want to be connected. You're my teammate. And you're not my enemy. And how can we do this differently? Well, there are some great insights that you can get on doing things differently in your relationship. When you listen to the full conversation we had with Dr. Randy Schrader, um, we're going to link over to that free download in the show notes. And then we'll have a link as well to his book. We'd ask that you make a donation to the work of Focus on the Family today. Uh, we're listener supported. We rely on your generosity to make resources available. And when you make a one-time gift or a monthly pledge today of any amount, 
will send a book by Dr. Schrader called Simple Habits for Marital Happiness, and uh, we'll have all the details in the show notes. More from Dr. Schrader next time about offering forgiveness to your spouse after you've been hurt. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.